Hello, everybody. How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show, episode 141. I told you I'd be back this week. You wanted me to come back this week, and I am back this week as I promised. And you know what I'm going to call this episode? Dot, 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 or a pain in the butt. That's what I want to know. Right? People think they're one thing, and sometimes from the outside, you look at the thing that they actually are, and you're thinking, oh, are you a pain in the butt? Because there are many times when people think they're being good, they think they're great at what their position is in your life. And as it turns out, they're nothing but a pain in the butt. They may think they're a good friend. They may think they're a good parent. They may think they're a good boss. They may think they're a good spouse. But in addition to that, they're a huge pain in the buttocks. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. You have friends. You have good friends. You love your friends, right? And if you have good friends that understand boundaries, it's a fantastic thing. Personally, I personally have friends that understand boundaries and I understand my friends' boundaries. I'm so cognizant of their boundaries. I don't even come close to crossing them. And my friends are so cognizant of mine that they don't even come close to crossing them. So it's not an issue, at least my current crop of friends. But I know some people. I've seen some things. Well, the time I've been on the planet, I've seen some things. I'm in the middle of my journey on the planet and I have seen some things. Picture a man in a happy relationship with a wife that trusts him. He has never given her an inkling of a reason not to trust him. Not even close. She doesn't even get mad at him when somebody flirts because he always deflects the flirt. And she makes it very clear that he's with her in the nicest possible way and the most Aikido type way and she does the same thing. They trust each other. They trust each other and have no reason not to trust each other. Oh, yeah. But a lot of times when you have a group of friends, you always have one or two friends. Sometimes it's one friend. Sometimes it's two that doesn't even see the boundaries. Right. There are some people that are colorblind. This dude is boundary blind. He doesn't see them and he doesn't understand. There's just certain things you don't do when you don't say when the person is in a relationship. He's not in a relationship. So he acts like he's not in a relationship, which is OK, because as I've just stated, he's not in one. He wants you to hang out with the other single guys, which is full cool, but he's going to do single guy stuff, which is not cool. He wants you to go to a strip club. And as I've already stated, you in this particular story are not interested in going to the strip club because you only want to see your wife naked because you love your wife. You don't want to disrespect your wife. You don't want to hurt your wife. And let's be honest, you just want to see your wife naked because you can actually do stuff with her. A boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, da boom, jiggy, jiggy. And for those of you that have been listening to my podcast for any length of time, you know, when I say boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, da boom, jiggy, jiggy, that's the musical. Uh, that music means getting it on, doing good stuff to each other, sweet stuff. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Back to the story. So you've made it clear. I'm not going to the strip club. I've never gone to the strip club whenever we as long as you've been friends. I'm never going to go to the strip club. I'm going to go home to my wife because I can boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, boom, boom with my wife. And I don't want to boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom with the, with the ladies at the club. And I don't even want to look at them when they boom, boom. I don't want to see none of that. I'm a married man. I'm happy. Not going to do it. But for whatever reason, this guy just doesn't take no for an answer. And he keeps pushing it. Come to the club. No, come to the club. No, it almost becomes a song where you're co-singing a hit song called Come to the Club. No, 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 this is Casey Kasem. Number one, once again, is Come to the Club. No, by that guy and the married guy. Right? 
And he just won't stop. He, he wants you to come. And then one time, because he doesn't see boundaries, he does something that is really stupid. He leaves a message on the phone at your home saying, hey, remember when I talked about going to the strip club? Come on, man. Meet us there at nine. Like I said, OK, right now, you don't know that message is coming in in this particular story. You have no idea that message is coming in because you are very emphatic about the fact that you are not going to go to the strip club. Right. And he thinks that you're going to get home before your wife does because he, th he thinks it's funny. He thinks you're going to hear that message, freak out and erase it. He thinks it's funny. But unfortunately for you, the innocent guy, you stop off at the supermarket to get something nice for your wife. She likes this particular type of ice cream. I'm going to get that particular type of ice cream. And yes, you do have ulterior motives. You know, you're going to get it at ice cream and you plan on putting that ice cream on on some stuff and then eating it off of stuff. And the stuff is not a plate. <laughs> and I'm talking about her boobs. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. She loves that ice cream. You had a hard time finding it. You go to a supermarket, they're having a sale on it. You get a whole lot of it because you can't wait to have her see that ice cream be all excited and boom boom jiggy boom the boom jiggy jiggy right but she gets home before you do and she knows you normally get home before she does so when she hears the message she's thinking oh this is the kind of message he gets and gets to a race before i get home so she's already mad She's sitting in the kitchen and she's waiting for you. She's making dinner because it's her turn and she's making dinner mad and slamming the stuff down. Not slamming it hard because you've never given her reason to doubt you. She doesn't think you're having an affair. She doesn't think you are going to cheat. That really doesn't cross her mind. A woman can be mad at you when she knows you're not going to cheat, but she just doesn't want you to do anything that she thinks is disrespectful. Not enough to drop you. Not enough to divorce you. Not enough to call her mom and talk about you like a dog yet. But she's mad, right? You know what makes it worse? You come in the house politicking for some loving. And when you are not in trouble, politicking for some loving is the kind of thing she laughs at. He, 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 he really wants me. He, 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 she thinks it's cute. But what she's thinking is, oh, I get this message. And now all of a sudden he comes home with a special ice cream. She thinks you're doing it to butter her up to ask her to go to the club. Or she thinks you're doing it because you feel guilty about the going to the club when you're going to find an excuse to go to the club. You didn't do anything. And she erased the message. You come home and she's mad. You move in to give her a kiss on the neck. She moves away. You think she's playing hard to get like she did, you know, like role playing like you do. All right. But she ain't playing, especially when that elbow hits you in the stomach. <coughs> hey, and it's not the playful elbow she hits you in the stomach with when you say something goofy. This is like, I hope this hurts a little bit. And she won't tell you why she's mad. Right. She won't tell you why she's mad. Right. And then she tells you why she's mad. And you tell her, I'm not going to the strip. I told him I'm not going to the strip. When I heard the message, how come he said you said like we said? And now all of a sudden you're in trouble, right? You try to call him up to have him tell her what you said, but he can't because he's too busy. He's got a mouthful of glitter because the dancers are dancing in his face and the glitter went in his mouth. He's too busy looking at stuff that he wanted you to look at, but you don't want to look at because you only want to look on that stuff when it's on your wife's body. But that, ooh. Right. He thinks he's being a good friend by taking you out on a night on the town, but you don't want that. And if you understand your friends, you should be able to give your friends what they want. He's not a good friend. He's a pain 
in the butt. You'll see that in many relationships, right? Maybe you have a parent. You have a dream, something you've always been working for. And you don't really tell them about it because they're not the most encouraging people. They're wonderful people in general, but they're not encouraging your dream. You objectively go out and compare your skill to other people who are successful in the field. And you now know, oh, my goodness, I actually have a shot at this. I'm, I'm oh my, uh, but you don't tell them because you don't want to hear any negativity, right? But eventually something happens where you have to tell them what you're doing because it, you just kind of have to. Maybe they wanted you to do something, but you can't do the thing they want you to do because you have to go do this thing that you need to do for your dream. And they start guilt tripping you. They talk about the odds of making it. They talk about how many people try and fail. They don't realize how good you are. They don't realize that you objectively compared your skill and asked people about your skill compared to other people who couldn't give a crap about you. So there's no reason for them to lie. And they don't care about your feelings and they would have no problem telling you that you stink. But they don't tell you you stink. Why? Because you don't stink. And these parents are com don't realize what your skill level is. And even when you try to show them, they don't they, they don't know the difference. They can't tell. Maybe you sing, but everybody sounds good. Maybe you're a comedian and everybody's funny. Maybe you're doing this and everybody does that. Whatever it is. Right. Lawyer, doc, whatever it is. They don't they don't know. All they know is they don't want you to fail and they start to passive aggressively sabotage you. Maybe they keep saying things. Maybe they keep discouraging you. Maybe they try to find other jobs for you so you'll stop wasting your time. Wasting your time. They said wasting your time. Wasting your time. You don't want to hear them say wasting your time, but they said wasting your time. And they're good people. And under normal circumstances, they're good parents. But in this particular situation, it's not a good parent thing. They're being a huge a pain in the butt. In the first scenario, the guy explained to his wife, what the situation was. And because he had such a reputation for being a great guy, an honest guy, he didn't get in any trouble. If anything, his wife was mad at the friend because she later found out that he was just trying to mess with him and left the message as a joke. But it was okay. It was all smoothed over by then. In fact, they did get to use that ice cream, if you know what I'm talking about. A boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, da boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, da boom, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, da boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, da boom, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy. I did it extra long that time because, well, that guy's a young guy. He can do that. I remember those days. I mean, I'm I'm still just like I was when I was 25. Shut up. Back to the story. And as far as the parents are concerned, like I said, they don't realize they're discouraging you, that they're hurting your feelings. That be, be, they want you to win, but they don't think you can. And then what happens if you are one of those special people? You go out into the world and you actually compete on the open market. Your skill set versus the skill set of people that are competitive and successful in the industry. And the objective opinion of the American public, of the world public, comes back unanimously. This person, your son, your daughter, your child is good enough to be successful. And they begin to be successful. And they sit back and they do genuinely feel pride. And they do genuinely feel guilt because they didn't believe in you. They do feel it. And you're not mad at them. You know what the motivation was. You know they love you. But they were being huge of pains in the buttocks. It doesn't really matter what the situation is. 
It doesn't matter what the situation is. Sometimes people think they're doing good by you and they just turn out to be a huge pain in the butt. You know, people talk about being contrarians. Some people actually think they're objective thinkers. They think they're they think they're thinking out. They think they're looking at something and looking at it objectively. Right. And they turn out to be contrarians. Well, I think this. Well, I think the exact opposite. Well, all evidence points into the direction of what I'm saying. I know that, but I have to be the exact opposite of what you said, because being a huge pain in the buttocks is kind of my thing. <laughs> but you just have to be an objective, critical thinker when you look at things going on around you. Right. Is that guy a good friend? Maybe he is. Because I have some friends that are similar to that, but I'm, I always kind of, a little, I'm usually a step ahead of people like that because I'm really good at reading people. And if I, I don't know how, how some people are, but I have a, a group of friends where now everybody's cool because we're all middle-aged guys. And even my younger friends are all cool because they hang out with middle-aged guys. So they kind of become a lot more mature than they normally would be at that age because they, you know, we're looking at them going, yeah, what you're doing is stupid. Why, man? Says, listen, I'm 54. You're 29. All the dumb mistakes you were about to make. Well, actually, I didn't make a lot of those mistakes because I'm very smart and you're kind of dumb. But uh, I didn't say that to them, <laughs> but I thought it, <laughs> even though I don't think they're actually dumb. I think what they were doing was dumb. And I said, I said, OK, listen, I don't know if you're going to believe me or not. OK, but I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen when you do X, Y and Z. If I'm correct about what happens, if I'm correct about the ramifications of the thing you're about to do, then maybe you'll listen to my advice. Right. And the guy goes, OK, he goes and does X, Y and Z. And ninety seven point five percent of what I said happened the way I said. And the other portion was almost like I said, and he comes back. How did you know? Because I've already traveled down that road. Now, that's being a good friend. I give you the information and you make your decision. I didn't beat him down in real life. I just said, this is what I think. Here's some information. Do with it what you will. I didn't beat him down and call him a dope. I thought he was a dope, not a dope in general, but a dope in this particular situation. But I did give him the information. I didn't browbeat him. And what happened? He goes out. He finds out on his own, realizes that I have access to life information that he does not have because he's younger. And then he comes back to ask me for information. And I display the information to him. I give him the info and let him make his own decisions. Right. He's lucky I don't have kids because if I had kids, I'd be too busy to help his dumb butt out. And I just sit there watching them flounder in the river of life like a punk. OK, I wouldn't do that. I'd still help him out. But you get the point. Because I want to be a good friend. I don't want to be a pain in the butt. And hopefully if I'm blessed enough to become a spouse to someone in the future, I've lived with women and I get it on with women. But yeah, I'm talking about the spouse thing. If I become a spouse where I'm tied to a lady financially uh, in, in that particular way, we're living together, even though I have lived with women before and I become a husband. I don't want to be a husband that's a pain in the buttocks. Right. And I don't want to have a spouse that's a pain in the buttocks. And fortunately, right now, I do not have friends that are pains in the buttocks. And important and it's just as important as I don't have friends that are pain in the butt, uh, pains in the buttocks. I don't have listeners slash fans slash long distance friends slash extended family, which is what I call you people. You people are not pains in the buttocks. And I thank you for that. Unless 
you're not subscribed because if you're not subscribed to my podcast, you are a pain in the buttocks. If you don't rate and review this podcast on your whatever podcatcher that you're listening to it, if it has a place to rate and review, you are a pain in the buttocks. If you don't recruit friends and family to come back to listen to this podcast and then have them rate and review the podcast and also subscribe to the podcast, you are a pain in the buttocks. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay, you're not, you're not, you're not paying to the buttons. I realize that I have to be nice to you until after you did it. But once you guys subscribe and, and, and bring a bunch of people back with you, uh, let me know because then I'll go, yeah, I got what I want out of your punk butts. Y'all some pains in the buttocks. <laughs> okay, actually, I won't do that because then you'll go, wait a minute, we did all that stuff and then you're going to still call us a pain in the buttocks and we're going to unsubscribe it. So, okay, so I, I, all of that stuff that I just said about y'all being pains in the buttocks, I take all of that back <laughs> until the mic goes off and I'll be like, yo, you know, I love them, but they sometimes they pains in the buttocks. <laughs> okay, I won't do that because that would. I, I, mm, moving on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> in all seriousness, uh, as always, I love talking to you guys. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for listening. I see the new people uh, that came along uh, for this season. And I want to say welcome to the new family. Much love to you as well. Um, if you love the show, just do all that crap I said in the little jokey section about being a pain in the butt. Do all of that crap, okay? And I will see you again next time. Much love to you all, my friends. Take care.